Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Guys, help me settle a bet. Oh, okay. Okay. I need, I need some assistance. So obviously, Peter, as you're very familiar, there's a new Star Wars coming out. Yeah. And there's a new Star Wars trailer and everyone's getting really excited about it. Now, yeah, some people aren't, but yeah, some people are. Yeah. Right. Well, they should be. Because it's Star Wars and 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 it's the best thing ever. So says Disney. It's very cool. Yeah, very cool. Now we were having a conversa- a drunken conversation, I might add, about what non sort of Star Wars characters would make good Jedi. Oh, and it's a good question. I'm I made a case for uh, Nacho Libre because <laughs> I think Nacho Libre was a Jedi before his time. Because uh, okay. In, he he gave off that big midichlorian energy, you oh, know nice, that yeah. BME. Yeah. Just wondering if do you think he would be a good fit, and who would you who would you have liked to have seen in that in that trailer, just sort of lurking in the background of a shot? <laughs> it's hard for me not to pick someone who I think has the skills to be a Jedi, but that's not necessarily what the question is because mm. I keep wanting to say Darren no. Brown. He is a Jedi. <laughs> he is a literal Jedi. He just, he just needs to learn a little bit of sword combat. And he can he's the kind of mind that can pick up any skill anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's a he's a boil in the bag, ready to eat Jedi straight away. But <laughs> he is hot and fresh out the kitchen. Yeah, but that's not really what the question is, is it? It's like it's sort I mean, I'm just saying he would be easy to train. It it mm-hmm. it'll be a quick job, but it's more like who would be a good who would be a cool, interesting a character? Cool, like Nacho Libre. Well it's that's the thing, right? I think Nacho Libre is a, is a very strong contender, but personally, I'm thinking E.T., the extraterrestrial. Oh, my God. Mm. He is actually canon in the Star Wars universe. Oh, is he really? really? Yeah. In Star Wars Episode One, when they're all in the <laughs> the Senate, all talking, there's loads of these little discs sticking oh. out the wall. Oh, yeah, of course. You're right. With, like, a different species. And uh, it pans across, and there's three little E.T. creatures uh <laughs> In in the Senate, having a lot. So of I went for one of the actually canon, non-canon Star Wars creatures. Well, they did the crossover the other way as well because in ET, because it's like George Lucas and Spielberg were were friends and stuff. And in the film ET, uh, he they walk past a kid who's dressed as Yoda, and um. ET recognizes him. He sort of like glances at him as though like it's his mate. Oh, so. cute! <laughs> I was thinking like that's why I went for ET because he's very Yoda-ish. Yeah. I want to see him flip around and scream. <laughs> oh my god! I want to give him a lightsaber. I want to see what happens there. Oh, yeah, it'll be so good. It'll be so good. Oh well, thank you guys. Thank you for helping me with that. 
Um, now, before we talk to Kevin, we have Dave Benson Phillips news. Oh, oh my God. my God. So much, not just, so there's the thing that Mikey needs to, he shared it in our personal <laughs> WhatsApp group, and I deliberately yeah. didn't look at it because I wanted to react to it on the podcast. And since then, there's been even more Dave news. He's, he keeps scandaling himself. Well, I think the <laughs> latter. I'm convinced now, after what happened last night with Dave on, twi- with Dave on Twitter. Dave, Dave, on, Twitter. Dave on Twitter <laughs> underscore two. Yeah, I, I swear to God he's doing on purpose. And he's pretending yeah. that it's not, but he is. I think he's, he's trying to be. to be this slightly awkward. He's trying to be the character out of Get Back with Dave Benson Phillips or whatever it was <laughs> yeah, called. Yeah, he knows how to go viral now. It's basically by having absolutely... Uh, no shame whatsoever. Yeah. That's, that's that's all he's got left is his lack of shame. I'm going to see what numbers that tweet's pulling in actually before we get. It's, on. I'm looking at it right now. Whoa! It's 28.2 thousand likes, 7.3 thousand retweets at the time of recording. Wow! Thank you to everybody, everybody who tagged us in this, everybody. including Booth, who brought it to our attention. Yeah. Uh, Dave Benson Phillips at uh, Dave Benson Phil. Have a good night, whatever you're doing, and don't forget to put your cocks back. <laughs> Classic. And then uh. the follow-up tweet. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yes, and I love the amount of context that's in there. As if yeah. where he was when he sent it made that mistake. That's why okay. I'm. Con- that's partly why I'm convinced that it's an act. Is the the fact that he included that little detail at the end? He apologised, and sa- I don't have the tweet in front of me, but basically says, "Sorry, everyone, it was a typo. Uh, I was queuing for my takeaway dinner or something." <laughs> my <laughs> no. sincerest apologies to those who were shocked or offended by my previous message, which was meant to be helpful. I was in a queue waiting for my takeaway meal. <laughs> takeaway meal. Oh. My takeaway meal. Also, his Twitter is amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've I've now followed him. Because As we approach is. the winter, it is time for me to break out the saucepan I use for making soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the Dave Renaissance right here. This is high quality <laughs> the stuff. Sons. The Renaissance. Yeah. That's great. Speaking of which, actually, I do need to obviously post a quick photo of Dave Benson Phillips. Let let everyone know that Just we're recording. I wonder if there's a spooky Dave. version of Dave out there. Spooky. Ooh. Oh, there might be. Spooky Mikey, Dave. while Ben is doing that, can you can you hit me with a major Dave Benson Phillips? This is news article. It's it's a light article, but what it lacks in length, it more than makes up for in just Dave Benson Phillips. Okay. So the headline reads: Children's TV star says sorry for scaring shoppers. Okay. This and... is so. This is Spooky Dave that we're about to hear from. <laughs> oh my! What well, did actually, he do? I... I'm just going to send the picture from the uh, article into chat if you want a a spooky Dave. Mm -hmm. Right, okay, so it reads, A children's TV presenter has apologised to Worthing shoppers for scaring them at the weekend. Dave Benson Phillips took to his Twitter account to say sorry for causing a quote-unquote terror scare in BHS in Montague Street. (laughs) Oh no, that's not what I expected at all from this story. (laughs) Yeah. The former CBBC star of Get Your Own Back tweeted, My apologies to the shoppers and staff at BHS Worthing for my son's balloon dog going bang in the store. We are all very jumpy at the moor. Fans of the star, however, found humour in the tweet and were quick to respond saying, Gunge him, and I'm sure they'll get her own back. So uh, Dave, Dave Benson Phillips' accident while well, his son caused a bomb scare oh in a BHS. God. Because <laughs> his balloon popped. His dog balloon popped. <sighs> that, that's the entire article. It's not, not a big one, but my God, imagine just Dave in that shopping centre innocently walking around and then bang. His son just... His, his, his Dave bomb son, Phillips... <laughs> Very, Explodes. very good. We can't, we can't um, escape Dave, can we? He's just a fixture no. now. 
there's really not that many scary pictures of Dave, is there? Like, not even a Halloween costume. No. Well, no. he is a children's entertainer. So... Telling people to put their cocks back, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Causing terror scares. <laughs> Dave, what are you doing? We've spoken about this, Dave. We'll leave you out of it when you stop doing things for us to be involved with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're trying to leave you out of it, but people keep tagging us in your latest scandals. Just stop yeah. being a scandal man. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, spooky, right? Is spooky? Should we run a spooky intro? Do we have a Ooh. spooky Kevin? Um, I think so, but uh, where I haven't seen spook Kevin for a little while. Uh, okay. Oh. oh. Uh, this is the spookiest Halloween of all. Our, our spooky boy's gone. Oh, oh, he's behind you! He's behind you! Oh, ah! oh my god! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spookyets, the official Spookyets Spookcast. It's a spookversational spookcast where we take some spooktions from spook at spook and spook spook the lore of the three spooks where everybody spooks. Spook spook to spook spook. I'm spook. And I'm spook. And I'm spooky spice. Excellent. I'm pumpkin spice. Oh, delicious. Have you ever had pumpkin spice? Yeah, it's a bit of a letdown. I'm not a big fan of it myself. I've never had it. It just strikes me as if it's anything like actual pumpkin, which I imagine it's not. It's pretty disgusting. I've never actually had real pumpkin, which I feel like I'm missing out on something there. I need pumpkin pie in my life. Yeah, I imagine that's heavily sugared, though, as well. Yeah. We carved some pumpkins at work, didn't we, Peter? And they did not smell good. We did. Well, they just smelled like pumpkin. That's just what pumpkin smells like. But yeah, I mean... Bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Did you have a good time? Yeah, we did. I enjoyed it. How are we all doing? Oh, good. Yeah, we're all... I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, Yeah. not bad. Not bad. Just a bit scared, you know? I'm on edge, but we'll get through this together. It's just enough to keep you... You know, fear is good. Fear makes you alert. It makes you, um, mm-hmm. you know, it makes you makes you poo. Yeah, yeah. it does. It, it does make you regular. regular. It keeps you regular. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Well, um, well, um, before we get started with questions and things, we've got to talk about Pod Squad. Now, as you may be aware, we recorded two podcasts back to back. I think in September. Yeah. Was it September? Oh, fuck. Um, God, it was a so, while ago, actually. Yeah. yeah, I suppose it was. It's been a long time. We did uh, we did a live stream that went amazingly. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Mikey's done a load of videos over on Triple Jump with us. Yeah, so boy. So you can go and watch has, those. Yeah. And uh, we've got so many donations because a lot of these came during our stream. But if you donate any amount of money, streamlabs.com forward slash official. Between now and the next recording, you will be featured in Pod Squad. You'll get a shout out at the oh, end and wow. the beginning of the show. Yay. Fantastic. There are a lot of names. Oh boy. Because it's been a while. Are you ready? Uh oh. Are you ready for this? You'll get some repeat <laughs> names on there. If you hear your name twice, you're you're in Super Squad. Got an extra fifties worth of name reading. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Okay. Are you ready? This is gonna this is gonna be something. Okay. Do you guys want to make spooky like wind noises or like bats? <laughs> Occasional or thunder, cackling. Occasional thunder. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, something yeah. like that. Let's spice this up. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> 
Princess Carla Love, E. Spurious, Steez Ace, JK, E. Spurious, Stedman 6413, Jagman 96, Samuel the Barber, Staniac the Great, Lord Juster, Plutonic 5000, David, Active underscore Current, Lanky Brit, Panther underscore Modern, Jack without the C, Drew Bert, The Walrus Clan, Viero, Stephen Scodes, Jack JD Bradshaw, Princess Carla Love, Arthur Non, non- Arthur Anonymous, Stephen Scodes, Jeff the Mongoose, J underscore Harvey 95, David the Knob, Callum, Lord Brotovich, sexy young, sexy young Homer Sox. Sorry, what was that one? <laughs> the Tory party. Sexy young Homer. That's the spookiest. Sexy young homosexual. Oh, Steve underscore, underscore Zace. Tom Carey, Eddie Barron, Louis J. Weber, Locke, Sam G underscore LCFC, Cash underscore Squid, Joseph, Zombie.png, <laughs> Bedsheet Ghosty, That Cat Gal, Joseph. Holt Jack without the C, Big Zack, Big Zack Lion, uh, Joseph, the Ancient John, Lena, Big Zack Lion, Louis J. Weber, Big Zack Lion, Margaret, he's spurious, Margaret, uh, <laughs> official, uh, Bennett underscore SL, donation from ATL, Traveling Badger, Purgatory. Stephen Scodes, Princess Carla Love, Jessica, Matt Fulton, Louis J. Weber, Tommy the Wank Engine, Rusty Pizza, Lady oh, Masquerade, no. No. Tiny Peter's House Invader, Cecil Prumps, Rusty Pizza, uh, Awesome Fox 42, Fred the Shed, what Thomas the a- Thompson H, Rusty Pizza, David the Knob, The Real Michael B, oh. Awesome Fox 42, <laughs> Monica from Santa Monica, Tommy the Wank Engine, we're nearly there, Esperious, <laughs> Ben Namaste, Prince Beefcakes, uh, Sh- what does that say? Shereza Comb, Shereza Comb, Ben B. Bangin, Extra fifty, sh- extra fifties shag, uh, soup, sugar, sugar chuff, Vicky, big titty, Jesus forty two, Lord Brotovich, Joseph, Rachel, oppressive squid, B, Esperius, Pod Squad, Lord Brotovich, Alex H, Robot Lady, Inspector, Sammy, oh Pod Squadiot, and on. Nicholas. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, not he, he wasn't on the list. Oh, sorry, actually, he was. Big, big titty Jesus was on there. <laughs> big titty Jesus the was Jesus. on there. Yeah, that is a one hundred donations since we last recorded a show. Wow! What the heck? Uh, thank you, everybody on that list. Uh, we'll we'll read that again at the end of the show, <laughs> and it'll oh, be no. even it'll be even scarier. Um, I mean. It would be lovely to get 100 donations between each show. And if you want to help us reach that, then streamlabs.com forward slash Vidiots official. Any amount you donate goes straight back into the show and also to weddings and pigeon tattoos and Spider-Man PS4s. Yeah. So it's very much appreciated and you will get a shout out. Peter, help! Oh my God. Oh. oh. Peter. Yes? What's next? I am question master today. And I have brought some questions from the audience. Because that's how this works. We do a tweet at at Vidiot's Official on Twitter and you can reply with your spookiest of questions. Um, I've I've actually got six because this first one we should just answer super quick. It's kind of something we have... We have answered before in in different ways, but, you know, it seemed relevant. So, Lucy, at River Fox, but the river has a three in it instead of an E. Spooky. Oh, my God. Says, you're all going trick-or-treating. What three candies slash chocolates are you aiming to get? Ooh. There we go. So essentially, what are your favourite favorite sweets and chocolates? Um, we've, okay. We've we've touched on similar subjects in the past, but... but it's just, it's it got me. a Halloween cover on it, so it's... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, God, what would I want? It's pretty much assumed that any chocolate bar you're getting is the hilariously mistitled fun size. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um... 
That's bullshit. It is. Obviously. Um, you get a lot of... Har- I guess that's the thing is, you know, trick-or-treating sweets are more limited. You're not going to mm. get all your, your pick and mix here. No. You're just getting shop-bought things. So, Haribo's. Yeah. There'll be Haribo's in there. There will be. Little packs. I'd take a little pack of Haribo's. Oh, I'd love um, a little pack of Jelly Tots. That'd be nice. Oh, Jelly oh, yeah. Tots. Yeah. Oh, I'm not f- I'm not a fan what? of Jelly Tots. You know yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Re- I wouldn't refuse them, but I would never choose them in a shop. Okay. Are you not? Are you not a tot? Je suis un tot. No, just just je suis pas. Je ne suis pas pas un tot. Pas un tot. Pas un tot. A mustache and beard. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Harry Bowes. I like her. I like her. The occasional lolly. Oh, a lolly! I would be very disappointed if I got a lolly in a. In a yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan thing. of lollies. I think lollies are irritating. Yeah, I don't like the big flat disc lollies. I like the round, I like Chupa Chups or something. Oh, okay, that's okay. a good lolly. Okay. Yeah. I think drumstick lollies are oh. the only acceptable lolly yeah. because as, the sooner you get it off that stick, the better. No, you're right. You just eat it like a regular sweet. I do yeah. love a drumstick. Yeah. Mm. yeah. On that note, I'm going to go refreshers slash wham bars. Okay. Yeah. I like I like my teeth to be ripped out when I'm eating my sweets. Sure. Know a lot about Wham bars. Cooked with those recently. We did. Ooh. Oh yeah. That that video is out now. It is on Triple Jump. Gonna see us in the kitchen oh, with Mikey God. cooking. Mikey. Uh, yeah, I like refreshers. I'll I'll say that. I'll say Harry Bows, uh, Chupper Chups, or or yeah. no, drumsticks are better than Chupper Chups and yeah, uh, yeah. refresher. Okay. F- for me. What are you saying, Mikey? I'm gonna go jelly tarts. I'm gonna go refresher, and I'm gonna say. Is it d- d- Oreos counted? I-, I do like a good Oreo, but would anyone ever give? Are they them... just going to give you an individual unpackaged Oreo? Yeah, I want to put my hand in the bowl of Oreos and just get my juices all in there and then pick one out. Yeah, mm. yeah. Some people do that. Some people have biscuits. Some people have like homemade stuff. Some Ooh. old ladies give you apples and oranges. Some the... old ladies don't get visited next year, or oh. they do, and they're going to get t- <laughs> they're going to get TP'd. Which, they're going to get uh, tiny petered. They're going to get tiny petered. No, I don't recommend the trick part of trick-or-treating. Don't do it. You're an asshole if you do that. Yeah. Mischief be... Night is is the <laughs> wow. stupidest thing ever. Are you aware of Mischief Night? Oh, is that a real thing? I always thought yeah. that was just like, you know, a, a rumor that like all oh, the kids are doing naughty things. Is it real? Yeah. It does actually happen, yeah. Oh, my God. Any excuse? Yeah, to be a twat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would te- I would get a drumstick lolly. Mm-hmm. I would get um, a packet of, of love hearts. Oh yeah, which are basically refreshers, but I like those. They're nice. Oh, those and, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also a fun size Mars bar because I like Mars bars, but I think Mars bars are so sickly sweet. Yeah, what the hell? There's so much of them that I feel like fun size is the best way to to experience a Mars bar. They're very. I, I'm glad I'm not alone in that because I always thought like whenever I bought a Mars bar, it's like oh fuck, this is a halfway through and I'm already sick. Of this it. is going to be my whole day. <laughs> there's just a lot of it, isn't it? Mars bar. There's a lot of Mars bar, and you can get bigger ones now as well. Oh, it's just very dense. Well, keep in mind that the Scottish looked at the Mars bar and said... The Scottish. The Scottish looked at the Mars bar and said, do you know what this needs? It needs to go into a deep fat fryer and be yeah, battered. this could be improved. Have you ever had one? No. I have. Yeah. My, I, my I, dad I, had one once. I I'd think. argue that it does make them better. For some reason, the meltiness of it does really make a difference with how much you can eat. Oh. Okay. I mean, it is a lot more sickly, but it's more manageable sickly. Mars bar, like, uh, tray bake 
like rice rice crispy cake things you sort of I was just, that it's something you just make in food tech at secondary school that yeah. was that's really good but yeah i was just picturing nah. a mars bar tray bake to be a tray full of mars bars that you put in the oven and that's it <laughs> just melted yeah <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if they sold those in shops to be honest gents yeah question the real number one. Oh, i'm gonna go straight on to it if money were no object what would be your ultimate dream halloween costume Love you, you spooky boys. That's from Name Redundant at Demi the Weirdo. Thank you, Demi. Demi, thank you. It's like Demi Lovato, but Demi Le- Weirdo. <laughs> yes. Very good. Just like it, Peter. Yes. Um, mm. Ben, do you want to answer that question first? Yeah. Do you have any strong opinions on trick-or-treat costumes, Halloween costumes? I mean, I was never much of a trick and or treaker. Treak, oh, Jesus, <laughs> I wasn't much of a trick and or treak anyway, mm. as as I'm sure will shock you. Yes, uh, but I do like to be beside the seaside. Mm. And what I actually what I want is like if I was to dress up as something, I would want it to be a, like a movie accurate replica outfit of some Ooh, kind. Okay. So like some kind of superhero. Or maybe not superhero because they tend to wear a lot of very tight stuff, and that would be quite unflattering, I think. Maybe some, maybe Iron Man, you know, with armor, like a really some... like a proper cool, yeah, yeah or like Batman. you see at conventions, Ooh. yeah, like yes. a full-on decked-out thing. Okay, yeah, I would like that. Yeah, okay. Oh, I, I'm sure. I think I'm. My initial thought was I want to be I want to be downsized into like the little knitted Mikey. I want to run around as a tiny little knit character, but that's not really within the you know realm of reality, is it? That's if money was truly no object, you know, yeah. that you could invest. I want to be shrunk. Yeah, all the money in the entire world into shrinking technology. Oh, I'd lo- I don't technology. I don't like Transformers, but I'd really want like a really cool, really accurate. Um, what what the fuck's the main one called? <laughs> uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah, Optimus Prime. I'd like you know, but like the original design from the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually, I think that'd be that you can like curl up into a ball and you become a car. Yeah, and I can actually drive around in it. I've got a little driver's license and license plate. I think that'd be quite fun. Oh my god, that sounds great! Amazing. Um, I would probably you could run over Peter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would probably, if if money was no object, I'd take the opportunity to have some like really cool, like latex special effects going on with my face, like a, you know, like the Hat Films guys have got got those custom orc masks that are made for their own heads yeah mm-hmm. uh just something like that I, I don't think it would even be anything specific just like the rules boss knows <laughs> <laughs> i saw i'm about to tweet a photo of it actually when i went to the the i've been halloween costume shopping just now before we started recording like i just Ooh. got back and the rules boss hat was on a shelf up in the corner <laughs> so you too can go halloween <laughs> trick-or-treating as rules boss himself if you Certainly wish can. I'd love to see uh, that exchange between Rules Boss and the, the person handing out the sweets. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd just go with some kind of really impressive cinema-grade special effects mask, uh, sort of goblin or alien or something, you know. Generic monster, but just really impressive. Great. Has anyone got a thing? Yes. Oh, Ben. Oh. I have a thing. Thing me, Ben. I will thing you, Peter. So this is not a spooky thing. Okay. I'm going to put that out there. Ooh. Okay. Here we go. I have I have prepared a statement. <laughs> right. Now, I know it's spooky, it's, but I haven't got a spooky thing in the traditional sense. Ooh. However, I'm sure you'll, you'll agree that the premise of my thing is at the very least spooky in a metaphorical sense. Boys, 
our planet is dying. <gasps> oh, the no. ice caps are melting. Emissions are too high. And perhaps most surprisingly, we're all just farting and producing too much methane. Some more than others. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks, Pierre. <laughs> but what can you do to reduce your carbon footprint? Eat less meat? Walk everywhere? Holiday in your garden? No, says I. For gentlemen, I believe we should tackle this problem at its source. Now, Mikey's mentioned this company on the podcast before. Oh, no. And some of you may know them as well. They're called Shreddies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I was first alerted. Michael knows what's going to happen next. (laughs) I was first alerted to the existence of Shreddies when I went for a wee at a motorway service station and stood in front of a big poster that featured a man in a white vest and boxers jumping in the air for joy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because he no longer has a problem. He's got no problem now. (laughs) We sell freedom, says the poster. I wanted to tell you that your product is a scientific miracle. I'm so glad I live in the decade this was invented. The testimonial below read. At this point, I was curious, and it continued. I can't tell you how thankful I am for shreddies. They absolutely work. Your fart pants have literally given me a new lease on life. What kind of life was this man living before shreddies were invented? (laughs) I now refer you to myshreddies.com. Shreddy's flatulence filtering underwear is the perfect way to treat flatulence issues. Our range of garments feature an activated carbon lining that absorbs all flatulence odours. Yes, that's right. These are scientifically designed and proven fart pants. (laughs) Yes, it's what I've always wanted. Wow. Shreddy's special toot filtering product line includes pants, jeans, pyjamas and chair cushions. Just in case you wanted to, you know, get one. Now... Before we go any further, it would be irresponsible of me not to ensure that you don't confuse Shreddy's the Fart Pants for Shreddy's the Breakfast Cereal. Well, don't fart into your Shreddy's, please. It is entirely possible that they're also knitted by nanas and keep farts locked up until lunch. Well, that's the thing, is that Shreddy's the cereal is a little sort of crosshatch shape. I think Mm. if if you built a sort of net of Shreddy's cereal... Uh, enough of them and lined yeah. your pants with them i think they would have a very similar effect yeah i guess eventually they just get caught in all the little holes and yeah. have nowhere to escape but ben i hear you ask how will this solve global warming well i'm glad you asked because we just so happen to work very closely with one of the leading contributors to looming fiery earth death yeah who could that be you're correct Michael, the farting was a bit much for me. Johnson's unbridled flatulence must be curved. And now we know how. Hello there. My name's Ben Potter and I'm the editor for UK-based comedy podcast Podiots. Each show consists of the three hosts bringing one thing to discuss. And given that one of the hosts, Michael, happens to be notoriously flatulent, I thought we might be able to work together on helping to fix this. Oh, God. 22 minutes later, I got a reply. (laughs) And now... I'm going to turn the floor over to Michael Johnson. So, can you hear that? Oh, for God's sake. In my hands, I have a package addressed to me. And, oh boy, I wonder what it could be. I'm going to... So, 
this arrived and Ben told you, if you get a mysterious package, don't open it. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Is this yeah. is what, what has happened? Okay. Exactly, yeah. So I, I just came back from my holidays uh, in Singapore. I had a lovely time. And I got a message from Ben not long after I got back in England saying, if there's a package on your desk in the office, don't worry, it's from me. Keep it close for the podcast. And I got, I've, I've been like filled with anticipation for quite a while now. And now it all makes sense. Oh. So. I'm just, it's, this is like Christmas morning. I'm just going to, I'm going to open it up. I'm going to see what goodies. So I, I'm, first of all, before I look at the in, insides of the package, I can't believe you didn't just pay for this. You went to the PR department and got a free set. Am I correct? Yeah. I think my email continues. Now, I don't know what your policy is on promotional pants. <laughs> uh, and they just said, yeah, where do you want them sent? <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm looking. Wow. Okay. So do, the we, white... do we have a referral link or? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's a shame, actually. We should have done that. I think we need a follow up from Michael next week. Yeah, but, I'll uh, wear them for a week and see what. Or happens. possibly Claudia. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she... we'll share them. Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was, I meant she can tell us, you know, oh, how shit. it's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm looking at the little invoice inside, and it looks like they've sent me a men's hipster gift box. Oh, and there's a little oh. white box in here which says "Poddy." It's written on it in Biro. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Okay, wow. Okay, so in the box is another box. Speaking of global warming, here's excess packaging. On the box, it's got a picture of a man in glasses with a bow tie and just the words, fart with confidence. (laughs) I've been doing that for years. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read the back. Shreddies, flatulence filtering underwear. Shreddies, flatulence... Oh my God, this is a word twister. Flatulence filtering underwear are a proven medical, medical solution to flatulence, whatever its cause. Shreddy's underwear features a special activated... Co- yeah, you read this already. This is what it says there. Okay. And, oh, on the back it says tested and recommended by ITV, CNN, Huffington Post. I guess soon we'll be on the back of there. Yeah, we'll oh, be Oh, yeah, it might be. All right, let's, let's open up this bad boy. Wow, there's... Wow, okay, so in, in, in the packaging, there's, there's, a, there's a handy guide on how to use it. Okay. So <laughs> Put them on, Fart. <laughs> the underwear must fit the carbon back panel should be snug to the body over the buttocks and under the gusset what's <laughs> <laughs> a gusset uh. <laughs> there should be no gaps in the leg openings body posture is critical and then it's got like four drawings of how to sit in your shreddies so from the work I've got to sit in, a, in two allowed ways amazing and you're only allowed to wash it with soda crystals alright let's open this up and have a look okay what wow. colour are they? That's what I want to know. You know, like, a lot of podcasts get sponsored by an underwear brand. You know a lot of podcasts get sponsored. <laughs> well, we, we have to go out and ask for part, fart underpants. Wow, yeah. Just one pair, though. These are a lot nicer than I thought. For some reason, I was expecting it just like a nappy kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> these are really nice, kind of like proper lycra underpants. Like, I could actually probably wear these and not feel embarrassed about it. Hide my secret dirty shame. I'm just going to put them on over my jeans. Hang on, what was that? Sorry, what was that like? <laughs> sorry, what was that? Hide my secret dirty shame, I think was what My secret said. dirty shame. Did you read that from the box or was that just <laughs> you? No, I, I just... Uh, this is what we, okay, I'm, I'm slipping them on. Okay. These are really nice. O- over your, over over your trousers. Jeans. I, don't, I trousers. think the instructions probably say don't wear them over your jeans, but that's okay. I do what I, I, I want. I was almost facetiously saying at the beginning like that I was curious you know, how they work, if they work. But now I I genuinely really want to know. I want to hear back, like, next week or next fortnight from Mikey. 
Okay, they don't work going over jeans. It, it's a very, very tough fit. But these are really nice, actually. They're a good quality underwear, and they're black, so they're not too loud, unlike my bottom. <laughs> well, we'll see. Oh, God. You've got a silencer now. God, Ben, th- thank you for that. That's This is the best gift I've ever received. Don't thank me. Thank Shreddies. Thank Shreddies. Thanks, Shreddies. But seriously, do do some extensive... I know you will, but do some extensive <laughs> farting and, and report back. And then the farting might not be enough for people. Well, I was oh. just going to look up the name of that commenter because um, she, she, she may no longer have to worry. Uh, Isabel Springer, worry not. You're, you're, the farting. Your dreams have come true. It will no longer be a bit much for you. <laughs> oh god i'm actually you know i've this is kind of like the mythical product that i don't think anyone ever actually buys and i've got a, got a pair in front of me i feel honored it's real it exists have you and, seen the uh, advert for um that spray that you can spray you spray it into the toilet uh oh, yeah. before you take a shit <laughs> and it allegedly makes this like film of oil on the top oh and then when you shit into the water the shit is under this layer and the smells can't penetrate. And so you're able to do shits that don't don't produce any odor. When, when um, I want something like that, I just do a shit and then put cling film over the toilet. And then that <laughs> usually solves a problem. Yeah. Sure. I'll send them an email, Peter. See what we can do. Yeah, we need to find out what they're called. I don't remember. But... Shit oil. Yeah. <laughs> shit slickers. Oh, no. Anyway, that's my thing. Well, that that I think that was pretty spooky. God, yeah. Michael had a mysterious package that he didn't know. You know, he, he didn't know the contents of. Um, there were global warming allusions to the end of the world. Yeah, I think it's great. Okay, good. Got some things here. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. I'm, I just continued reading the bottom of the uh, <laughs> the uh, the little pamphlet in this, and um, the returns policy states: <laughs> garments containing any hair marks or stains will be rejected and returned to the customer. Oh, Christ. That oh, poor no. returns person. Oh, no. Someone has to check. Oh, God. <laughs> what they must have to put up oh, with. Oh, God. I wonder if um, at the end of the day, when you take the pants off, you just get an enormous <laughs> waft. Well, it's that's like... the thing, right? The instructions I had, the instructions I was given, because I was asked what size, yeah. because it needs to, it need, there needs to be a tight seal around the body, which sort of implies yeah. that nothing gets out. So I was wondering if maybe they just expand over the course of the day. <laughs> yeah, don't light a match. There's one way to get a big old booty. It's yeah. fart in my shreddies. Wow. <laughs> wow, Michael, your ass looks great. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, it's, it's farts. It's my, it's, it's my shit box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, there's so much. There's so much for us to learn in two weeks' time. I can't wait to find out more. Yeah, well, I will <laughs> I will come back with a full report. Okay, yeah. good. Thank, thank you, Ben. Thank you, thank Ben. You Shreddies. Uh, and thank you, Shreddies, our sponsor this week. <laughs> um, Shreddies, the fart people. Oh. Yeah, Shreddies. Better than Turtle Beach. <laughs> well, that's not much of a contest. Oh, Turtle Head Beach. Oh, we've oh no, we have got some questions here. Uh, James Goring, because of Gore, yeah. it's Was a that Halloween spook? name. Yeah, oh, um, at Corrosion Media, who actually did, I believe, the um, the spooky Halloween version of the worst oh. games ever intro oh, for shit. the two spooky episodes we did in October. So thank you, James. Oh my goodness. Um, thank you. 
James asks, Do you believe in any of the spooky folklore legends from around the world? E.g. Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, Mothman. What's your favourite monster mystery? Ooh. So we have, we've talked about our personal paranormal. Loads and loads and loads of people asked, have you ever seen a ghost? And we've already talked about that, so I didn't bring that along but we've talked about our personal demons we've talked about literally our personal demons but this is a different question this is do you believe in any of the famous ones i i I, you said mothman mothman is one of the more fun ones it's like this giant moth well obviously names are pretty obvious it's a mothman creature it's just like a man with mothy wings who terrorized a small town in america yeah glowing red eyes and it was quite widely reported and it is very spooky when you hear about it. And it happened uh, just before this like big disaster where like a bridge collapsed or or like a chemical plant blew up or something. Um, yeah, you're correct. People talk about... I believe it's West Virginia. Bam. <laughs> people talk about how he like he appears whenever a bad thing is going to happen in this town or in this state or something. Yeah, it's an interesting I, one. I do like a mothman. I mean, obviously there's, there's Geth, the mon- mongoose, but... I think oh, yeah. he's 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 not allowed in this episode. He's too popular. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's in a league of his own, of course, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. But um, in a similar vein to Mothman, um, something that was widely reported and could well have just been a case of mass hysteria, but was very much widely reported was um, Springheeled Jack in London <laughs> oh, in Victorian times. Peter, that that's my thing for this episode. No. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, I love. Oh, I I love that story so much. Um, I, I won't go into it then if that's your thing. Yeah, well, you can help supplement details, I'm sure. Sure, but yeah, I've. Uh, I think that's a really interesting story because there's loads of people who talked about it happening. Um, you know, sort of independent accounts. Um, a lot of historians say that it probably was just mass hysteria or like. It maybe happened to one person, and then when as the story started to spread, then loads of copycats just started like you know feeding into the legend by like imitating him. But yeah, anyway, it's an interesting story. We will get to it soon. Ooh. Um, but yeah, that's my that was my main answer really for that question. I I used to want the Loch Ness monster to be real when I was yeah. little. I had a book about it, and Aww. I just don't think it is. It just it's not. There's no compelling photograph of the Loch Ness monster. You're breaking my heart. Maybe it's just camera shy. I would love Nessie to be real because it's a very cute little creature. Well, in, in my mind, <laughs> at least. I'm sure in reality it'd be a horrible, large, gargantuan, slippery, eely thing. But Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, the the most famous picture, the, the surgeon's photo, as it's called, yeah. is we has, he admitted that it was a cardboard cutout on a floating <laughs> toy submarine. Um, <laughs> and it looks pretty good, though. I mean, you know, It does like, look good. Like, from the picture, you can tell it's a tiny thing. It's not the size of a monster because of the ripples in the water. But it's a fun It's a fun idea. It is, yeah. But, you know, all the other pictures aren't really that good. So, you know. I think um, that one famous video of the Bigfoot there, the, the Patterson uh, video. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty intriguing. Um, people have done, like, crazy analysis on it and they they say that they can like see muscles contracting in its legs as it's walking along and stuff like that so that's kind of you know that's interesting i don't know what i believe about it but i i like that film i think it's really good um whether it's fake or not ben you got any any choice favorites 
Well, this is part of the problem why I'm not... Well, part of the reason why I'm not a huge Halloween fan is just... I just This kind of stuff just doesn't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have any any takes or opinions on any of it because I don't think about it much because I don't... I don't... I don't think it's... I don't think any of it's... it's it is real. What? I don't think any of it's real. How, yeah. How dare you? How dare you? So I just don't think about it much. It's always interesting to, to learn about it. And I'm really looking forward to your thing because I, I love a good conspiracy. I think they're great fun. Mm. But for the same reason why I'm not a huge fan of Halloween in general, I don't really have a favorite folklore monster thing because I just don't think about them any at any point ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm really like, sorry. I, I really, I don't believe in almost any of it. Like I say, I think there's some interesting stories slash purported evidence out there but like there's nothing that i think you know i'm convinced is real but i i like um hearing compelling explanations for something that like could be real um mm. in in a more like a, a scientific way so yeah. for example one thing i can't remember if i've talked about this in a podcast or not but um there was um this tribe in a country that isn't england um, good, and has good. tribes, yeah. That 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 was good. Uh, I think F- F- Flores in Indonesia, Fl- Flores, um, okay. And it's an island, and there was this like local folklore slash fairy tale thing of these tiny little people who would like come in the night and steal your food, um, and they called them I think Ibu Gogo or something, which uh, roughly translates as. Granny Glutton. Oh, oh my God. Granny Glutton's going to get you. So this was like a fairy tale. And like the local scientists and historians said, oh, yeah, well, it's just a bit of folklore, isn't it? Then in a cave, this hominid skull was discovered. Like, you know, just like a, a, a quote unquote caveman skull. But it was a new species that was essentially like the size of a hobbit. And they've oh, like, cute. they've... They're like convinced now that like yeah definitely on this island there used to be these tiny little people and the fact that the people in Flores still um, have this story is it's almost like they call it folk memory which is that once upon a time there were genuinely like two different species of human there and the tiny ones were maybe like coming to the camp at night and stealing stuff and then even after that species died out, like, you know, thousands of years ago, the story has just been passed by oral tradition and it still still exists today. But there's actually, like, a scientific basis for it. I just think that's really interesting that, oh, like, hmm. you know... That is interesting. I just like them because they're fun stories, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we have all these, like, fairy tales and, and legends and stuff and some of it could be real in a non-supernatural way, which that's the most interesting thing to me, that it could actually be real in a in a scientific manner. I think it's all nonsense. Oh. Oh. Not Codswallop. Oh. Boulder Dash. Oh. Tell that tell that to the archaeologists, Ben. Yeah. Tell that to them. Go and ask. Who found a hobbit skull. <laughs> I fucking did. Go and ask. Go and ask them. Shall I, shall I roll into my thing then? Since yeah, so that would make sense. Intertwined. Yeah. All right, everybody get ready to get spooky. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. It's early 19th century London. Too spooky, too spooky. (laughs) Dial it back. You're walking through your neighbourhood on your way to the pub to buy a ye olde pint. Your neighbour throws their excrement out of their window and waves to greet you. (sighs) You close your nose, wave back and continue on your way. 
Did they Some... do that in the late 1800s yeah i mean i wrote it down so it can't not be true right <laughs> okay yeah i'm sure there was still some poo flinging in, the, in that time yeah probably a bit yeah just a little bit suddenly in the distance you hear a series of cackles <laughs> oh. a shadowy figure in the distance leaps from building to building chills go down your spine as you realize you've just witnessed the legendary and mysterious spring heel jack <laughs> I love that delivery there. Oh. Spring heel jack. I suppose. Yes. I guess so. In Victorian England, the scariest boogeyman was a fire-breathing devil man who could jump unnaturally high. Some said he was a demon, while others thought he was just an extraordinary, agile human. Reports started to appear in 1837. Residents of a London neighbourhood began to report bizarre attacks from a, quote, a ghost, an imp, or a devil in the shape of a large white bull. Mainly attacking women, the figure-slash-monster would ring a doorbell, and when someone would answer, it would ravage their clothes with its claws. Other sightings have him simply ambushing people who were out walking. Similar reports continue to trickle in throughout the rest of the year, with strange crimes being attributed to assailants in the guise of a ghost, a bear, and or a devil. These disparate reports would eventually lead to the theory that this mysterious monster might have been a group of well-to-do men dressing up and scaring people on a bet. Yeah. It's, so it's a, bit, it's a bit spooky, is it? It started, like, so it's, this started off as, you know, a weird, spirity, ghosty, bully thing that would ravage people, but then started to evolve. The, stary, this, the, scory, the, the story got scarier from here. Oh, no. It did. The Lord Mayor of London at the time even came out in January of 1838 to address the growing number of stories, bringing up the theory that the attacks were perpetrated by a gang of wealthy jerks. That's not my wording, that's from a website. <laughs> oh, wealthy ne'er-do-wells. Oh. Yes. Cads. <laughs> However, that didn't stop the legend from growing, and as the papers reported more accounts, the devilish figure came to be called spring Heel Jack as many of the reports involved the creep leaping in front or away from his victims in such a way that no mortal man would be capable of. And now it starts to get more fleshed out. Jack really took shape after two of his most well-known attacks. According to an account that was widely publicised at the time, in February of 1838, a man rang the doorbell of Jane Aslop. Oh, spooky. Oh, <laughs> love, love this bit. Can you do the doorbell noise, please? Ding dong. I don't think they are ding dongs. In... <laughs> no, 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 they did, they did, they did. Tling, tling, <laughs> In February of 1838, a man rang the doorbell of Jane Aslop, screaming that they had caught spring Jack and that they needed help. When she brought the man a candle in the dark street, he proceeded to breathe blue flame in her face and tear at her clothes and skin with metal claws. She ran backwards towards her house, but he continued to cut her with his claws until Aslop's sister came to her rescue, scaring off the attacker. Aslop described Jack as having eyes like red fireballs and wearing a helmet and a tight-fitting white outfit. Ooh. Mm. That's a bit there's, sexy. Uh, the, 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 I, this is kind of a fun bit of the story, is that a man named Thomas Milbank was arrested and tried for the attack on Jane Aslop. However, due to her insistence that the attacker could breathe fire... He was not convicted. 
<laughs> no, it's not him. He can't breathe fire, innit? Go on, breathe fire. <laughs> Fantastic. Another one of the most famous reports of Springheel Jack was by Mary Stevens, a servant girl who was walking through Clapham Common alone late at night. She claims that the man jumped out from a dark alley, grabbed her with a tight grip, kissed her, naughty, mm. and ripped off her clothes. She managed to escape, but when the others tried to help locate her attacker, no one could be found. The day after the incident with Mary Stevens, the man described was seen near her house. He jumped in the way of a carriage passing by the driver and... Sorry. He jumped in the way of a a carriage passing by and the driver careered off the road, severely hurting himself. Then the creature escaped by jumping over a nine-foot wall. What? Oh, spooky. I I like to imagine the mental picture here. It's this springy human like a flea cackling as they go off in the distance. I am Springheel Jack. I don't like him. People said he had a, a really high, shrill voice as well, which is oh even my creepier. God. Did he fart? The evidence is stacking up against me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you wore shreddies, thankfully. <laughs> Sadly, things got a bit quiet from here until 1843, when a new wave of sightings swept the country. That is when the attacks on tr- carriage drivers became much more common. And in 1904, Jack made what is considered his last confirmed appearance in Liverpool, where he was witnessed leaping up and down the street before jumping onto the roof po- rooftops and bounding away forever. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, do you have any more fun information about Spring Hill Jack? He's a, he's, a, he's a fun boy. No, yeah. I mean, like my, my favourite bit of the story is that is when Jane Allsop gets attacked, where like... Because the way I heard it as well, it wasn't just... like This guy rang her bell, her doorbell, and when she came to the door, he said he was a policeman, and he was like, we've caught Spring Hill Jack in the alleyway, and I need a candle. So she went in to get one, then when she came back out, he like tore off his helmet, and it was Jack. Oh Um, my god, wow. I was like, surprise! Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah. No, I don't know if I do know much more than that. It's just, yeah, it's an interesting, an interesting tale. It's a fun um, one because there was, there was multiple reports of it happening and it's quite a specific thing to see. Yeah. A man jumping and screeching from rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that uh, there was a fire-breathing man. I think it was, you know, possibly some kind of chap who could... I don't even know if I believe there was a man who could jump over a wall like that. But, but maybe... <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like you say, it's weird that lots of people kind of seemed to see this, but... A lot of historians put it down to just mass hysteria. But either way, it's a very interesting story, I think. Maybe over time, accounts got exaggerated. And in fact, he just leaped over small fences. Yeah. Giggling away. Oh, my God. He's got mobility and not cholera. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's an interesting... Oh, it's been a while. Oh, hi, Peter. You are Thank you. Thank you. Yes, 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 I am. Um, there's a... Was ist los? Ich bin es spring. Hey, Jack, ich kann so hoch springen und sehr laut schreien. Oh, hi, Peter, du bist sehr groß. She's struggling. <laughs> Any guesses there? Oh, um, there was something about, uh... No, I, I wasn't paying attention. Just you weren't listening. No, not really. Wow. Um, What's up? It's me, Spring Hill Jack. I can jump so very high and scream very loud. Oh, hi, Peter. You are very tall. Oh. Oh. What a sweetheart. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. 
robot spring hill jack then <laughs> there's an interesting uh book i read once like a, a fiction book called the strange affair of spring hill jack where um Oh, I was, it would kind of be spoilers, but basically the first sort of two thirds of the book are just those events playing out essentially with they've chucked in a couple of historical characters as well. Like when you play an Assassin's Creed game and just coincidentally, <laughs> like every famous person of that era is yeah, there. Just to ground it and make it seem a bit more real. Yeah. So they've done that. But then uh, I'll spoil it. Oh, if you don't okay. want to if you want to read the book, then just put your fingers in your ears for the next 10 seconds. Yeah. But basically, the last third of the book is um, it cuts to the future, Ooh. like the year 3000 or whatever. And there's this man who has invented a time machine. Um, and part of the time machine is that he has got this thing that allows him to jump up into the air like 10 feet before he makes a time jump. Because he says, like, oh, if I travel in time, I don't want to be like buried under the ground if like the ground level is has moved well, that's fair enough and then uh, when he arrives he goes back to victorian england to like do something with like his family or something and uh when he arrives his machine breaks and so he then spends like a bunch of time jumping over walls and stuff and wow cute yeah well he he he, he ends up attacking a load of people for various i can't really remember it all but yeah it, it kind of just comes up with this sci-fi explanation of it which is kind of cool but, oh, that's um, fun yeah we all know it's it's Mikey from the future who's gone back. Yeah. With my shreddies. I'm just jumping around with joy. I'm trying to tell people the good news, but my metal claws keep accidentally ripping off all their claws. Hey, guys, look at my cool claws. <laughs> Maybe you don't have um, springy shoes. You've just got... You're just um, <laughs> briefly lighting... <laughs> you just strike a lighter at the small hole in your pants. And it, it, I release it, the pressure and then... Pff, yeah, it's like rocket fuel, and then you quickly extinguish it when you get over the wall and save a bit for later for your next jump. It's like thunder pants. Yeah, it's just like thunder. Oh, pants. I was just say, I fucking ha- that was like one of the two DVDs I had as a kid. So I watched <laughs> that film about twenty times. <laughs> Fantastic, of course. Good old fashioned thunder pants. Um, thanks, Mikey. That's all right. Thanks, Mikey. We'll do a couple of questions, and Ooh. then I'll do my my uh, thing, gents. Create your own kids TV creepypasta. <gasps> a la Tickle Monster, says Ben Mousley. At Ben Mousley. 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 Are you alright? No. Mousley. <laughs> Is there someone you want me to call or? No, don't call anyone. <laughs> uh, right, creepypasta me. I, uh, I think Mr. Blobby's like the most obvious contender for a bit of a pasta isn't he yeah. yeah i like to think that there was a clone of noel edmonds and so the clone attacked the real noel edmonds and cast him into this body of mr blobby forever while this evil noel edmonds took on natwest bank or whatever it was lloyd's tsb <laughs> and ruined noel edmonds reputation forever thereafter oh no and inside the screams the mr blobby sounds are actually just the cursed screams of Noel Edmonds trying to get free and tell and ex- people. It explains why occasionally when Mr. Blobby's head falls off, you see the face of Noel Edmonds underneath. But <laughs> but but and yet you often see them in the same room together. So there must be two two Noels. There's gotta be. You've solved it, Mikey. My God, I'm a genius. <laughs> God. 
I, I, I think I've thought of that because I've got like a Podiat's Google Drive document where like I paste in my things for the episode. And for some reason, I've still got the Mr. Blobby erotica in it. <laughs> so every time I finish reading my thing, it, I just see the start of it there. And it's, uh, it's, I really need to delete The Blob erotica. Blob erotica. Mm, blob erotica. Mm. No. Did you guys know that... Um, what's the name of the, the, the creepy grandpa slash uncle in the tweenies? Do you remember that? Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. J- Jasper? No, Jasper? Max. Is it Max? Max sounds right. Was that the, the dog? one who dressed as... No. Um... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Scandal confirmed, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know that that entire show is taking place inside Max's head? Because <laughs> oh, there was no. a horrific house fire and he lost all of his grandkids and his dog. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's his little happy place. It's his little happy place. And at the end, it's just going to play this sad... Um, it's going to play Moonlight Sonata as it slowly zooms out of, of his head and transitions and he's just sat looking out a window in a, in like an insane asylum in a wheelchair. And that's the Still dressed as Jimmy Savile. Still dressed as Jimmy Savile. And that is the that's the series wrap. That's the series finale shot on Tweenies. There's like oh, what? twenty five seasons of like colourful adventures and Milo purging and then that last scene is just and it was all a it was all a dream. Or even spookier, like a final shot for the series is um, Max with Bella in the hospice. (laughs) (laughs) Unplugging Bella, And he's just been telling her stories while she's been in a coma. And that's what it's all been. Did you know, also, by the way, guys, a bit of trivia for you here. You know, in um, Get Your Own Back. Yeah. Yeah. There was that bit where the the grown up would have to dress as a huge baby mm-hmm. with a with an open mouth and the kids would have to throw food into the mouth hole as the grown up ran away can, can yeah. i just say very quickly about that bit yeah i was always really really into the food that they threw in there it always looked really good just like <laughs> it giant did, chips yeah. and stuff the big foamy chip yeah, oh, I, was, yeah. I was super up for that like I, that always made me want a giant foam chip yeah <laughs> They look delicious. Yeah. Well, what you what you might not know is the at the end, mm. the the kid who doesn't win the quiz for the gunk dunk, um, they get taken out the back, and um, that that baby doesn't actually have the grown up in. The grown up's in the green room for that uh, for that game. Oh my god! That's a real monster baby. Oh god! And in order to. It doesn't actually eat the the foam chips because obviously Dave pulls them out at the end and goes one two three four forty points. So in order to feed the baby monster, they give it the unsuccessful child at the end. Oh my god! And uh, about a day later, after the child has been digested, mm-hmm. um, the big baby monster is brought out back into the studio uh, where it tops up the gunge tank um, oh. with a little baby child plop um so actually what what was happening in in get your own back is that you're dunking grown-ups into the digested remains of unsuccessful contestants oh my god is there any word on where the babies are now and can they get us uh well you'd have to ask dave benson i guess i don't know if he'd answer can someone else they were left in his care do you trust dave benson please can you all go and tweet dave at dave i can't remember what his username dave benson phillips on twitter don't tag us though and don't say it's from us just sent just inundating with stuff that loads of tweets that just say what happened to the giant babies 
Where are you keeping the giant babies? Tell us, Dave. Where are they? I think we've got a good future as uh, creepypasta writers. I was scared. That's pretty compelling stuff. <laughs> I need to borrow those pants. <laughs> Do Shreddies work on poop as well? Is it just kind of like a, a non-absorbent I mean, nap at that point? You've got one hell of a week ahead of you, my dude. <laughs> oh, no. Domino's incoming. Oh, yes. Various experiments you need to try and see what they can withstand. <laughs> I will put them to the test, I promise. At Izzy the Gifted, who says whose name is My Side Was Given uh, on Twitter, okay. says, If you were a ghost, who would you haunt? <gasps> Michael Johnson. You'd haunt me? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh. Because I just I just want to see if those pants work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, a kind of way of surveillance me, isn't it? Boo! <laughs> I'd haunt... Oh. <laughs> I, I'd haunt either um, Richard... Dawkins, is that his name? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. The atheist. Yeah. Or um, the other one. Oh, the... Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, not the British one. Oh. Uh, you know. Um... The soft spoken one? No. Yeah. Oh, I'm what's his... what the fuck's he called? And he's not British. The English guy. Oh, I thought he said not British. Uh, no, no, yeah. Uh, the, the, what... the one who did like the universe stuff. Yeah, what's yeah, his. I know exactly who you're talking Goddamn about. Goddamn name. What uh, the fuck is he? Uh, oh, God, uh... he's gone. <laughs> BBC. Uh, uh, Professor um, Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. There we go. How can we forget? Don't forget to put your Brian Cox back. <laughs> <laughs> the world is just an infinite space. Yeah, <laughs> space. Lots of ghosts in it. <laughs> and you can look back into the past. Don't go too far. Or it's amazing. If you look too long into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. Oh no, Brian. Yeah, because I'd want, I would really want to see how they react. Also, Neil, yeah, maybe just Neil deGrasse Tyson, actually, because I, for some reason, really don't like him. Yeah, a lot of people don't. He's, he's a bit of a knob. He comes across yeah. as a bit of a knob, doesn't he? He seems like a bit of a twat. So, yeah, you know, Brian Cox seems nice enough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Yeah. Before you go, Mikey, I've got a real answer. Oh. I would, I would haunt one member of uh, the... Sort of one one host of a ghost hunting program, just one, oh. just one. So everyone else thought that they were insane, and they're like, "Oh, what was that?" And it's just me over and over oh. again, and they have no way to detect or prove that that they're being haunted. But I just make it seem like they are. They, they put like a form chip in a place, and then put like a chalk outline around it. And when you move it, like, oh my god, the ghost! It's trying to it's trying to eat. It's trying to eat the it's trying to eat the foam chip. Oh, so you would go to like a group of ghost hunters, but only one of them can see or detect you. So they just appear crazy. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, basically. So because obviously it's all a load of fucking bullshit. And they they do seasons and seasons and seasons of these shows where they find fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. And yet people keep watching them. So I want to haunt just one me- one member of the of the cast. Just one. Can, right. you, can you do Derek Akora? Because I'm a bit sick of him. Derek Akora. Um, yeah. No, he's not allowed. He oh. doesn't do it anymore because he was he was demonstrated to be faking it. Really? I mean, yeah. well, obviously, but yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I mean, obviously, but they also actually showed that he was doing it. So 
Um, the people on his team apparently like totally believed. I think there are some of them are believers um, on Most Haunted. What's her name? You know the, uh, the lady y- Yvette Fielding yeah. or something. Yvonne Fielding. If, that was it. I was trying to. Th- that's the one I was going to give an example of. I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, I th- I think she is a, a believer, and she thought Derek Akora was really channeling um, ghosts. But then there was this one. <laughs> I've seen the clip online. Uh, there was this one thing where he was taken to a, a castle, um, and oh yeah, they. Oh my God! Michael's just posted a picture of him. He's not chat. looking good. He's not looking good at all. <laughs> they took him to this castle and they allowed him to over think he was overhearing a conversation um, about a ghost that existed in this castle. Oh. So he was like eavesdropping on these people, but they knew that Derek was listening, and they said, "Oh yeah, well, I wonder if Derek, uh, maybe when later on when he's doing the channeling, he might uh, hear from Creed Kafer." Uh, and uh, they talked about this character Creed Kafer and uh, lo and behold later on when they were shooting Derek was down in the basement or whatever or the cellar and uh, they were like what's your name and he goes like Creed Kafer like that (laughs) and what he didn't realise is that Creed Kafer was made up by these people and it's also an anagram of Derek Faker oh very good they got him good they got him Good and good and hard. <laughs> oh, get him hard. Oh, my goodness. Oh, everyone's favourite scouser, Derek, Derek Akora. Um, so I think the clip is available if you want to hear him say Creed Kafer in a really strange way. Because <laughs> he's a fucking liar. <laughs> is it, I think it's like there's another clip of him being possessed by a goat. A goat? A goat. <laughs> <laughs> just going, <laughs> <"Mah!"> <laughs> uh, He just bursts out with, Mary loves dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. <laughs> Oh. I think there was one where he, he chucked a lamp at Yvette Fielding as well. He says, like, he goes, cock, cock. <laughs> he does. He's standing there and he keeps grumbling confrontation under his breath in a really strange way. He goes, like, confrontation. And then he just goes, that's what you want. And then he chucks a lamp at her. And they have to, like, try and control him. That's, just that's such, such a good way to get away with just abusing your co-host. Yeah. It's such a load of bollocks, though. Like, it's all... I don't know how anybody, anybody could believe in that shit. Yeah, I've watched some really good compilations. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love ghost hunting programs, but yeah, there's, a lot of it is quite quite shit. Yeah. I think I've decided who I'd haunt, but it's going to be a nice haunting. Oh, yeah. I'd haunt Paul Chuckle as the ghost of Barry Chuckle. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> To let him know everything's okay, but I guess it's not that okay uh, because I'm faking it. It's not actually Just leave, Barry. like, written in steam on his shower door, just, like, to, to you. <laughs> oh, God. What happens when... What happens when... What's the one that's still alive? Paul. 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 What happens when Paul dies? Is Barry stuck there, then? <laughs> and they've missed each other again? Oh, no. Oh, no. And he, well, you get to the other side and be like, oh, Paul, like, Barry, thanks for keeping in touch. I'm like, that wasn't me. And then he'll spend eternity wondering who was haunting him on the other side. That's a lovely, strange, lovely idea, Michael. (laughs) I just want to make sure he's okay. Yeah. Well, he's DJing with Dick and Dom now. He's doing doing (sighs) DJ battles with them. I think he's doing all right. (laughs) He's doing wonderfully. I'd love to be in that position. Oh, God. I googled Paul Chuckle just to make sure I had the right one. And in, like, the Google auto-suggest on images, it's just Paul Chuckle, sad. Oh, oh no. no! Not anymore, no. though. Not anymore. Zero results from Google. Yay! Oh. Yay! Because Mikey's haunting him as someone else. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, um, I've got a thing. Is it time? It's time for a, a second look at seven terrifying monsters that are sort of definitely real. Ooh. From whatculture.com, written <laughs> by Peter Austin. Age 12. Age twelve. It's probably re- I've not even I've not even proofread these. They might well be written as though they're age twelve. But <laughs> um, if you would, if you both want to pick from the remaining, I can read them to you, and you can find out yes. how these monsters are actually sort of real. Yes, please. Yes, please. Werewolves, cursed mummies. I think we might have even done. That's the Tutankhamun curse. We did yeah. Frankenstein. We did zombies. And Frankenstein's oh, monster, yeah. Okay, okay. Werewolves, um, cursed mummies, but I may have talked about the curse of Tutankhamun before. Vampires, killer clowns, and witches. Oh, uh, mm. witches is just historical witches, so maybe not. I mean, you, you sort of know, uh, you know that they existed. I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling killer clowns myself. I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> where's, where's that based from? Okay. Uh, Sure. Killer clowns. Here we go. You'll know some of it. You'll know one of them. Ooh. But there's more to it than that. So so we go on to talk about John Wayne Gacy. Oh, fun. Yeah. But we begin. Uh, Given that we've already discussed the potential existence of inherently supernatural beings like werewolves, it probably won't surprise you to learn that regular old killer clowns are very much out there. Because, you know, they're actually scientifically feasible. Yeah. Um, One notable individual became an internet sensation when an unnerving photo was posted online on Friday the 13th of September 2013. The image depicted a clown resembling Stephen King's It standing on a Northampton street. Similar photos of the so-called Northampton clown surfaced over the next few weeks. (laughs) I will post the picture in the chat. This was when the... this, This was a whole thing, wasn't it? This you was know, sort the of the beginnings craze. of the killer clown craze. Oh, um, it's horrible. So that's just a creepy man standing on a street. Yeah, so this is the beginning of killer clowns, uh, or, or the creepy clowns that people were doing. Fortunately, it later turned out to be nothing more than a stunt by a local filmmaker who just wanted to give people a scare. However, there are actually a number of very real killer clowns out there. <laughs> On the 26th of May 1990, a Florida resident named Marlene Warren received a knock on the door and went to answer it. Uh, the man on the other side said, We've caught Spring Hill Jack in the alleyway. Bring me a candle. Oh. No, no, that's not true. Oh. Um, oh, God. Her son, who was also home, then heard a gunshot and ran to the door to see what had happened. What he discovered was chilling. His mother was lying on the doorstep and a clown could be seen casually leaving the scene, oh my holding God. flowers and balloons. Joker, 2019. Well, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Nobody was ever convicted for the murder. However, this crime pales in comparison to a disturbing killing spree that had occurred two decades prior. In 1978, police in Illinois searched the home of John Wayne Gacy in Yay! connection to the disappearance of a teenage boy named Robert P- Piest. Uh, The search and further questioning resulted in the discovery of 26 young men and teenage boys buried beneath the crawl space at Gacy's house. Three other bodies were found elsewhere on the property, and Gacy admitted to a further four murders, with the remains having been dumped in a nearby river. The murders had invariably been preceded by sexual assault, which is horrible. Um, 
Here's where the clown comes in. The most disturbing part of the story is that John Wayne Gacy was known to have had an alter ego during his six-year killing spree, Pogo the Clown. Uh, I will share the picture, which I'm sure Mikey has probably seen. I I was literally just about to post it in the chat. Oh, yeah. Well, there There we go. go. Oh, lovely. That's him. Um, Dressed in full makeup and costumes that he designed himself. Oh, Pogo entertained at a number of local charity events and even claimed uh, to have attended children's hospitals. Oh, good. (laughs) There was a media frenzy over the story and Macy was forever dubbed... Macy? Gacy, it should say. And Typo Ah. was forever dubbed the Killer Clown, receiving the death sentence in 1994. Has he been executed yet? Um, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's he's long dead. I'm just going to quickly... Because I know for a fact he was a pretty big man... Uh, in just googling his height, so he was oh no I no one point seven meters in feet, not an inch. Oh, he wasn't that tall for some reason. I thought he was like really tall, but he's not. He's only five foot eight, but he was quite like a oh. well big guy anyway. So he's mm, quite imposing. Mm. But yeah, he's a, he's a spooky boy, especially with that fucking face makeup. Yeah, There's no horrible. actual evidence that he committed murders while dressed as a clown, but in any case, he looks horrible. So. Yeah, it's more fun to believe that. Get him, um, Ben. Would you like a scary thing? Could I have a vampire, please? You can have a vampire. So, most people have heard of Vlad the Impaler, uh, Bram Stoker's inspiration for Dracula. He was essentially a scary Romanian nobleman who had an insatiable passion for sticking people on spikes in the 1400s. (laughs) Others have heard the stories of Elizabeth Bathory. Bathory. A 16th century Hungarian aristocrat, or aristocrat, I always say the American pronunciation now, who spent her days torturing and murdering people and her evenings bathing in her victim's blood. Hey! An alleged attempt to preserve her youth and beauty. Uh, However, that's, that's not really what a vampire is. Vampires bite necks and don't like the sun and hypnotize fair maidens and chill out with bats. Nice. The closest you get to that is rabies, but that's actually a lot closer than you expect it to be. Ooh. A 1998 paper by neurologist Dr. Juan Gomez Alonso Ooh. managed to link numerous aspects of the vampire legend to sufferers of rabies, uh, with the suspicion that that might have actually been a genuine source of the of the story. Uh for a start, one surefire way to catch the condition is to have a run-in with an infected bat or wolf, uh, both of mm. which are associated with vampires. Are wolves associated with vampires? What? Wolves? Yeah. They turn into them sometimes, don't they? Sometimes, yeah. In some stories, vampires can become wolves. They can certainly become bats in a lot of stories, sometimes wolves as well. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Once the disease sets in, it begins to affect your brain in various ways, sometimes causing you to seek lots of sexual activity or simply driving you completely feral and decidedly bitey. Uh, rabies can also make you hypersensitive to a number of stimuli, including direct sunlight and even strong odours like that of garlic. Whoa! Meaning you're probably going to be coming out at night and avoiding escargot at all costs. Hmm. Very good, past Peter. (laughs) Peter, age 12, what a a hero. You card. When you look at it from the right perspective, rabies is a lot like vampirism in all manner of ways and may well have inspired the very first legends. Uh, and, and then I, I sort of wrap up. But, you know, if you get bitten by a, a bat or a wolf, you might decide to come out at night 
um, go and have sex with pretty young girls um, and then start frothing at the mouth and biting them. Wow. Oh, and you don't want to get that garlic away from me, fella. I don't want that at all. What a night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a night. Doo, doo, Unbelievable. Doo. Well, thank you, Peter. Mm. Oh, you're welcome. Hope you're you terrified. So Absolutely. I'm really... In fact, I'm so scared that I think it's time to, to wrap up, isn't it? Yeah. <gasps> we had our five questions. We have. Oh, actually, we no. Have it. we got one left? I think we've got one left. Oh, we've got to... Did you get six, you crazy, well, I crazy said, man? I said that the, the, candy, the candy one was a quick one because we've already... Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, here we go. What's the scariest non-horror movie you've ever seen? The Mummy. The Mummy. <laughs> the Mummy, really? Yep. The bit with the uh, with the scarab beetles under the skin crawling around. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. That was not good for me. Oh, no, thank God. you. Oh, God, Okay. And also CGI The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't make it any further than that, I will admit. Uh, Mikey? Oh, God, I honestly, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I'm no, sorry. every time I think of one, it's like, I'm like, well, that's sort of, that's sort of uh, horror-ish. Um, yeah, like, I mean, uh, well, it's not horror, but was it The Witches, the Rule Doll film? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Would you count that as a horror? I mean, it's definitely supposed to be I spooky, think... but it's a children's film with, you know, spooky Yeah, it's a children's film. I think yeah. that counts as for an answer, yeah. But, I think I I've said this before, but that transformation scene is fucking stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he turns into the um into the mouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. God no, that is that is pretty horrible. Um Spookums. I think when I was younger I was really, really scared of um Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. Oh. Um I don't know what the scariest film I've seen as a grown adult is, but uh yeah. Watership down. Oh, Definitely. That's a spooky one. It's up there. It reminds us all that we can die and we will. We're all going to die. Yeah. And you oh, will. No. And when you do, it'll be bloody and violent. Yeah, absolutely. It's the only way. Uh, that was from Jamie Moran at Jamie Rail 87. Jamie Rail. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. Well, thank you, everybody, for things and questions here on Spooky It's. This is Spooky It's episode two, isn't it, technically? Is it? Was the last one spooky? I think, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did, did one last year. Didn't we? Last year. Yeah, oh, last year. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 If you would like to support us, as we know you already are, but if you'd like to go one step above, there, there is actually some merchandise you can buy. Store.yogscast.com. I believe there's a discount code, Michael. Oh, you're right indeed. Use code VIDIOTS at checkout for 10% off everything, everything. on the Yogscast store. It, it, there's, let's see what's new on the shop. There's some high rollers dice on there, a new nice. TTT shirt, and you can use code Vidiots for ten percent off all that. But we'd much rather you just bought all of our t-shirts and mugs, and, and so we got more money. Thank you. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, we're also available on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. All of them. dot com forward slash Vidiots official. Twitch.tv forward slash video. It's official as well. Mikey just streamed. Uh, so if you yeah, go buddy. over to our YouTube, you can see the VODs of not only Michael's stream, but also the stream we did together. It was sort of like a almost a Vidiot's variety show. We we sort of messed around for three hours mm. and just did yeah, all sorts fun. of fun stuff. Yeah, it was great. Um, oh. Yeah. Streamlabs.com forward slash video. It's official if you would like to donate to get a shat. Sh- oh, God. To get a shat at. Um, and, uh, you know, all these all these great people did that too. There's a hundred of them. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh, boy. Princess Carla Love, 
Espurius, Steez Ace, JK, Espurius, Stedman, Jagman, Samuel de Barber, Staniac the Great, Lord Juster, Plutonic, David, Active Current, Lanky Brit, Panther Modern, Jack Without the Sea, Drew Burt, The Walrus Clan, Viero, Stephen Scoes, where's my background ambience, guys? Uh, Jack JD oh. Bradshaw, oh. Princess Carla Love, Arthur Anonymous, Stephen Scoes, Jeff the Mongoose, J Harvey 95, David the Knob, Callum, Lord Brotovich, Sexy Young Homosexual, Steez Ace, Tom Carey, Eddie Barron, Louis J. Weber, Locke, Sam G. LCFC, Cash Squid, Joseph, One. Jack Without the Sea, ah, Bedsheet, ah, ah. Ghosty, Two. That, that Cat Gal, ah, ah. Joseph, Holton, uh, Jack Without the Sea, Big Zack Lion, uh, Joseph, The Ancient John, Lena, uh, Big Zack Lion, Louis J. Weber, Big Zack Lion, what's that one? A crow or something. Okay, carry on. Margaret, <laughs> Esperius, Uber Eats Official, Bennett oh, S.L. Uber Eats Official? Tw- yep. Uh, wow. Yep, yep. Uh, donation from ATL. Trowling Badger, Stephen Scodes, Princess Color Love, Jessica Matt Fulton, Louis J. Webber, Tommy the Wank Engine, Rusty Peter, Lady Masquerade, Tiny Peter's House Invader, Cecil Prompts, Rusty Peter, Awesome Fox 42, Fred the Shed, Thompson H., Rusty Peter, David the Knob, The Real Michael Bong. B., Awesome Fox 42, Monica from Santa Monica, Bong. Tommy the Wank Engine, Esperius, Ben Namaste, Bong. Prince Beefcakes, Shereza Comb, Ben B. Bangin, Extra 50s, Shag, Sugar Chuff, Vicky, Big Titty Jesus, Lord Brotovich, Joseph, Rachel, Oppressive Squid, B. Esperious, Pod Squad, Lord Brotovich, Alex, Spring. H, Robot Lady, Inspector, Sammy, what? Spring? Spring. It's a spooky sound effect. Spring Hill Jack is, is back. Oh, oh right. Oh, um, right, Okay. Pod Squad it, and Nicholas! Woo! Oh, well done, Ben. Streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official thank you uh donate there and you can be part of pod squad you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show if you'd like to see what peter and i do on a day-to-day basis you can do youtube.com forward slash team triple jump isn't that right peter yes absolutely we do all kinds of shows on there that you might be familiar with if you're an old a a vidiots fan of old we're doing worst games ever we do improve it uh we're essentially doing piece of cake but it's just called rules boss featuring actual rules boss uh, and we, Michael Johnson. And Michael Johnson sometimes. Um, we do cooking as well. We do the cooking show, uh, which is separate to prove it now. Oh, it's great. Go go do it. We do other things too, that, brand new, that we didn't do at Vidious. It's all fantastic. Amazing. And Mikey Mickle, Michael, Mikey Joe, John, Joe Johnsonson, uh, yep. he's over at the Yogscast and doing all sorts of fun things over there, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, at Paraboy on Twitter, that's usually where I post all my nonsense. That's the central hub for all of my internet activities. I do, I mainly stream for vidiots, I guess. That's my main online output at the minute in this podcast. But you never know, there's always some fun stuff around the corner. Might might try and do some more fun videos a la the chocolate pot noodle. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah a, do a we'll fart pan something... video. Oh, my God. That I've got to do the fart pans video now, haven't I? <laughs> I'll record every fart I do with the shreddies. Oh. Excellent. And all the comments are just going to be, the farting was a bit much for me. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> every single one. Oh, no. Well, you know what you're signing up yeah. for, clicking on a video that says, all my farts documented for two weeks, <laughs> <laughs> dot mov. And then afterwards, I'll sell my unwashed shreddies for 100 Oh, pounds. no. Oh, dear. <laughs> Finally, please leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Alan Gore's rhythm. Gore. Alan's gore rhythms. Alan's gore rhythms. Boo. Spooky. Anybody got a spooky question to end the show with for the comments? Uh, 
Although we've talked about our own on a previous podcast, maybe the audience should tell us about their paranormal experiences. Well, that'd be quite fun, actually. Yeah. I had one, well, it's not exactly paranormal, but the other day, I, my alarm turned itself on and it went off. And I, like, it doesn't make any sense because for it to stop, I'd have to turn it off on the morning. And then it just it, it went off again later on the day. Weird. The, the switch had been flicked. It's spooky. Oh, Very spooky. Oh, my God. I hope you put your cock back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, I was queuing up for my takeaway meal. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Nice. Okay. Anybody seen Kev? 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 Is he behind? Oh, he's in the casket over here. Do you want me to open it up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I wonder if it's the scary version. I don't know if I still have it on my computer. Let's Let's find out. <laughs> You'll be hearing it now, maybe, probably. Yeah. Who's, maybe? who's to say? Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a safe Halloween, and we'll see you next year for Spooky It's Episode 3. Bye! Bye. Bye.